Welcome to another episode of the CDW Life Nuggets Podcast with Pastor Cher B. Winkley, where the Word of God is the foundational truth that we believe and live. It's life for our spiritual and practical application. Tune in, hear the Word, and prepare to be empowered to manifest and maximize life. And now, a message from Pastor Cher B. Winkley. Hello there, and thank you so much for joining CDW Life Nuggets podcast. I am very glad and grateful that you are a faithful listener and partner with the podcast. I thank God for each of you um, for sharing the podcast, and I know without a shadow of a doubt that you are blessed um, by each one that we released. I know that uh, God pours into your heart and to your spirits what's necessary for the kingdom, especially during uh, this hour and this time that not only the church is, is enduring and going through, but that the world is experiencing at large. Uh, this week, we are focusing on pastoring during a pandemic. And we have had several pastors on the podcast uh, thus far, and we have uh, two more after today sharing their hearts in pastoral leadership as to how this pandemic has not only affected them in terms of uh, their leadership, but how it has impacted their leadership styles, their churches, their members, and uh, just the trajectory and the and the uh, process of how they think it will affect uh, the church after it is all over, whatever that may look like. And so I am extremely uh, excited and grateful uh, for our guest that we have on today, Pastor Sarah Connor, who is the assistant pastor with her husband of the Word of Truth Family Church in Arlington, Texas. Uh, such a great woman of God with a passionate heart and spirit. She is, in short, if I could share her bio, uh, she is an author. She is a speaker, a preacher, of course, mother of two. Um, a praying woman of God and, and such a powerhouse. And I'm extremely grateful, as I stated, for her taking the time out to sharing her heart uh, with all of you that are listening, both pastors and just sheep. Uh, today, we're going to talk about pastoring outside of the norm. And so I'm looking forward to this podcast. Before we begin, listeners, I want you to share the podcast. Let people know that you're listening in so that uh, there can be more than just you that's gleaning from this woman of God as she shares. So, Pastor Sarah, thank you so much for joining. <clears throat> well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here, especially during this time of transition, as it's so well put. And um, so, yes, I think we're going to have a good time. And we're just going to just see how God can just encourage everybody through our moments together. So I'm excited about it. Absolutely, absolutely. I am too. So before we begin, how long have you all, how long has the church uh, been established, the Word of Truth Family Church? We just celebrated 15 years um, in March. <clears throat> and so, yeah, we, uh, Word of Truth Family Church started in 2005. That's so, so we are great. 15 That's years great. old, yes. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. So in lieu of that, of course, um, you know, as I stated, we're dealing with this week pastoring during the pandemic. And I know that this yes. has been, uh, you know, challenging for some, to be honest. Uh, some have been accustomed to uh, using social media and your conference calls and whatever the case may be to uh, touch their members um, in terms of pastoral leadership where their sheep is concerned prior to this. But for some, it's been uh, challenging to just embrace. Mm. There are a lot of facets that um, come <clears throat> along with this. So 
how has it, you know, with you and I talking today about pastoring outside of the norm, I guess the first question is, how has this pandemic affected both you and your husband and your church members or your church at large? Um, well, honestly, we have not been that impacted um, in a negative way. And I believe we have been impacted some, but not really a negative way, meaning that when I say impacted, it would be more so some of our members who have may had been in furlough or laid off or independent mm-hmm. contractors like salon owners or hairdressers, mm-hmm. independent contractors mm-hmm. like that who may you know, have uh, a different kind of, um, you know, situation because they are the sole proprietors and things right. like that. And so what we did uh, to try and assist with that is increased our benevolence budget to help and assist uh, members who are going through that. So That's good. in terms of overall, our church um, has been and continues to be very faithful in their giving, very consistent in their giving. We are a faith uh, church and just meaning, you know, we're just founded on the word, but always encouraging mm-hmm. people to really just stick with the protocols and principles of God regarding of the pressure that you deal with. And it's not because it's something to get from them, but it's because we know just through through experience and through principle that this is how God works, that he will provide in times of famine. That's what he does, but he always needs something to work with. And so they have been consistent. They have been faithful. And uh, we are actually calling every member, uh, our whole staff, you know, has been going through our, yes, since we've been contacting and majority of our members are doing well. Majority of our members still have their jobs or they're working at home or those things have adjusted. And so that's something that we had also sincerely, intentionally, and purposely committed to prayer. And so we have mm-hmm. prayer every Wednesday. And so just even as this change is coming, it's also to pray and uh, we declare those things that we, you know, we, that we, we wanted to hold on to. And so, yes, some people definitely have been impacted and we as a mm-hmm. church are going to be there for them. And then those of them who have not been, they've been so concerned that they're actually calling and saying, how can I help? Or they're, drive up and drop off gift That's cards great. and grocery cards. So there's a spirit of generosity that has been really working in our in our congregation. We're so grateful for that, that they would be so kind and generous. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. so we as a, a family and then as a church, we have not really been um, that impacted in terms of that thing. And regarding illnesses, now, we do know they, there may have been somebody connected to someone, but we mm-hmm. only know of from from my understanding as of today, there was only one person who ended up having the COVID virus and it was, they received it from work at GM when they had to shut down that mm-hmm. whole shift. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we, we've been, we've been practicing um, our social distancing and, you know, as right, possible, right. <laughs> but yeah, but we miss church and we miss hugs and we uh, miss going. And, oh! I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know we um we actually first of all I think it's really great that that your church is has not been impacted as much. I think that that mirrors the type of leadership style that you have because when when you have even for our church which is what I was about to say but when you have things that are I mean this thing is permeating everything news social yeah. media radio stations there's nowhere you can turn without hearing about it. And yeah. and listening to it so much will sometimes incite fear. You know, you have some people who yes. are 
um, afraid. And, you know, you see all of these um, deaths that are posted on social media. So it will create fear. But when you have a church um, who is as giving and faithful and you see the Lord still moving and, you know, you see the support there where leadership concern, I think that just testifies to the leadership style of faith. And so I'm saying all that to ask you, you know, for some pastors who um, may be slightly, and, and I know that, you know, we, we lead from the place of strength and we have, yes. you know, this uh, authority and dominion of faith and so on and so forth. But in the back of some pastors' minds, there are trepidations and apprehensions about how, you know, what of are course. we going to do? How do you handle that? So in that, how do what would you say to a pastor and to a leader about maintaining that um, cadence of just teaching and preaching faith to to their people? You know, several things. The first thing that I would say, especially from pastors, is a lot of times because the pressure is on us, we're the leader, and we mm-hmm. don't give ourselves mm-hmm. permission to fold into the arms of God. We don't give ourselves permission to just say, "God, this is a lot." <laughs> And yeah. we want to be that strength and that strong tower for everyone. But even as I've been studying the Bible and we find that, you know, all the great leaders went through emotional stress and emotional yeah. pressure and they still had to lead in that time. But what did they do? And so, you know, this morning I was even dealing with, you know, reading on Elijah and Elijah, in, you know, first Kings 19 and how when Jezebel mm-hmm. had created a threat. And, you know, that's a threat. <laughs> You know, his life was on the stake and he went into a depression over right. and wanted to commit suicide. And then we have Moses who had to pass in a pandemic. <laughs> you know, yeah, he had to yeah. lead an entire group of people away. It was a crisis. And what did he have? He only had what was familiar in his hand, which was that stick, right? But he had to be faithful right, right. with what he was familiar with. And so God can give you ideas and new strategies, no doubt, but do not discount the rods that already have. Do not discount the gift that you already are. Don't discount the voice that you already have. And it doesn't matter if your church is 25 people, if it is 100 people, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. size is not what counts. What counts is our faithfulness. And so I just want to encourage pastors, first of all, to fold before God and really cry yeah, out unto Him. Yeah. A lot of times we feel like when we cry out, we are in an act of anti-faith. And we feel that we are yeah. being weak as leaders and we are not being, you know, great. But in that presence of God, that's if we cannot cry out before God, if we cannot be like right. how Jesus was in the garden and say, listen, this is where I am. Straight up, yeah. I don't want to do this. Straight up, this is too much stress. Straight up, I brought these three people to come help me, come support me, and they've fallen asleep on me. Straight up, I feel I'm mm-hmm. out here by myself. Mm-hmm. If you we cannot go before the presence of God, we will not get angelic intervention like Jesus did when he poured out his soul before the Lord. When Hannah poured out her soul before the Lord. And so I find oh, that so as we, we hold in our soul because we see it as a very anti-faith move. But I feel yeah. as children of God that we should be able to pour out to God and allow him to then correct, order, straighten up our mind and say, hey, listen. All right, you've had enough time to worry today. You've had enough time to panic. You have enough time to cry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's get at it. But if we Let's never do moving, that, yeah. what we do is, yeah, we disconnect and we isolate ourselves. So even though we're already in isolation, we further isolate ourselves. And that isolation is not good. So I would say first fall before the Lord. The second thing I would say is, again, what, what is familiar? What is good? What, you, what you're good at? Stick with that as well. Don't 
Change who you are. Don't change the coding and DNA of what makes you and your ministry great. You may have to implement mm-hmm. new, new strategies. You may have to implement a new system. But what makes you authentically you, no one can duplicate. I know you see everybody right. you can be inspired. And even in some things you can duplicate. But the DNA that you have, the gift that you have, you're a gift. Ephesians tells us, right, in Ephesians 4, that we're gifts, right? So you are yeah, a gift. And I want to encourage you as a pastor. Not to look on the other pastor, not to look at your neighbor or anybody else, but to really value the gift that you are and understand that Moses wasn't all the way confident, but he had to go with his stick. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you don't have to always be confident to be walking in faith. You don't always have to be, you know, flawless in your soul realm to be walking in faith. You just got to be obedient in your spirit realm and with your will. And so I want to encourage him on that. And then thirdly, is reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. You know, ask yeah. other pastors, how are you doing it? Ask other pastors. If there's another pastor that you feel that could help you financially, so call, ask. We're here to help each other as much as we're able to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we should not be afraid to just ask. And if that person or that pastor makes you feel ashamed or something, a shame on us. If we're going to do that to another yeah. um, ministry in the kingdom. But we should be able to help each other. Hey, what are you doing? Is there a free resource that you know of? Is there a connect that you know of that can help me do what right. I'm doing? How are you? You know, just be, be bold enough to ask. And then, um, you know, just keep moving. Keep moving and keep moving. And so ask for support. Ask for camaraderie. Leverage your friendships. And then, you know, mm-hmm. um, I would say just, you know, for us, like I said, we're keeping in touch with our congregation. We have small groups. Right. And we're still doing our small groups during the week during Zoom chats and things like that. Uh, we send out texts and, and things, and we're just yeah. trying to stay connected with them uh, because one of the things that we would like for our church to you know is when people come to our church or a congregation that God has entrusted us with, we don't want them just to say, hey, we love our church. We want them to say, hey, my church loves me. Right, 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 right. That's good. That's so, so good. We, so in this time, we have to care for them because there is anxiety, there is panic, there's stress, yeah, yeah. whether it's a pastor or a congregant member. And we have to be able to re- re- regurgitate the word to them and say, hey, but he's mm-hmm. a present help in time of trouble, you know? Absolutely. So that's some yeah. of the things I would say just off, off the top to pastors is that, yeah, we've had great people who had to, who had to do unique things in times of, in times of trouble and be encouraged. Because you can pour your soul out to the Lord. The Lord will send angelic intervention. Leverage your friendships. Ask mm-hmm. for help. And then just keep pressing with what's good in your hand. And then, like I said, employ new strategies. And don't be afraid to fail. Try it. Yeah, we had yeah. a great strategy on Sunday. It failed. We were going to have a, a, a drive-through. <laughs> yeah. Drive-through. Right, right. Party was happening. And then all the little hail came. And, you know, we don't right. know what was going on. These little Demonic hills were falling from the sky. <laughs> and we had to text yeah. everybody like 30 minutes before and say, hey, the party's canceled. Yeah. You know, yeah. but we're not going to just cry now and say, boy, we're ashamed of it. No, you know what? That It happened Things and happen. we're going to yeah. do it next Things week. Happen. We're right. going to do it next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same, same thing happened for us. We were, uh, we, on Sunday, we had a pull up and praise service. So we're all out during praise and worship. Sun is shining. And by the time preaching began, it started raining. Yeah. And so, you know, you know, what do you do? So those moments are very real moments. So what I'm hearing yeah. you say, and I just, I wanted to just kind of sum it up with, you've got sure. a, a leader has to be willing to be transparent. 
know, as you said, to be able to fold before God and we've got to be consistent and got to make sure that we keep those and build those connections. Um, I, I think that what a um, congregate member or layman uh, need in this time is, is a leader who has those type things that you've got to get outside of your norm and be willing to, because sometimes we look at leaders and they're so strong and they're tower strength and they don't have emotions and don't have feelings. And so we put this pressure I have on. I have all emotions and stuff. So. Right. <laughs> we put this pressure on people, right, and ourselves. <laughs> we can't feel, we can't, we don't have any emotion, we can't think, mm-hmm. you know, but you, we've got to be able to be transparent with people and tell them, but it's you know, same, for though, those of you. Yeah, Jesus, when, when, when old Lazarus was dead, Jesus right. cried. When right, Jesus right, feelings, right. And this is the thing that we make feelings such a bad thing. Feelings is yeah, only a yeah. bad thing when we wallow in it, when we're controlled by it, when we cannot live without it. We're human beings. Yeah. Okay, so many ways throughout the Bible, God is displaying feelings. He was angry. Don't let the yep, anger of absolutely. the Lord be kindled. You know, when he was talking about Hosea yeah, yeah. and he was explaining how Israel had to turn his, her back on him and this love story going on. Hello, hello. I mean, you know. Feelings. <laughs> yes. Feelings. <laughs> you know, I just believe that, um, <laughs> that, you know, Jesus displays how we handle our feelings. But it doesn't mean that he didn't have any. And we block that stuff off so much until we become so toxic and we expect others not to and we become impatient with others who do and we don't mm-hmm. give them the freedom and permission to really allow God to heal and to become that bomb in Gilead because we're never wounded. We're always so right, right. We're, we're, we're like Teflon. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, hello. Good for you. Right. For me, no. <laughs> I want to kick, scream and cry and say, when it, listen, I need it over. Okay. I, Having cabin fever, I need to hug the people. I'm irritated. Right, right. The hormones are going everywhere. I cannot be bothered. My bad rhythms are off. That's the real stuff. So, you know, right, right. I think we just have to be like 100 on it and then to say, God, I need you. So many times people cried out to the Lord and He answered them. And they didn't, when David was crying out, He didn't cry out in his strength. Oh, Lord, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just doing great. I had a great victory right now. So He was like, they're trying to, they're betraying me. They're coming to harm me. They're seeking my life. Right. I'm so overwhelmed. God, I'm not going to make it. This is David. So we're not allowed? Throughout the whole Bible, people have feelings. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. I'm telling you. Trust me on that. Yes. <laughs> that's so important. And, you know, that frees people to be able yes. to trust. You can, you can trust a transparent leader especially during a crisis, because you don't, you know, you have people who they don't know what to believe. They don't know whether they should believe the government. And that's a whole nother podcast. So we're not going to talk about that. Believe the government or believe the news or believe whatever the case may be. So when you have your pastor, your shepherd, your leader, it's important that you trust God's voice in them and you trust their ability to lead you beyond your emotions and beyond your feelings. So when a leader is transparent it builds trust because that leader becomes an open book about who God is in them and who they are in God and what that looks like. And you have those moments where, as you said, that you are, you know, um, irritated and you're frustrated and having cabin fever. And yet at the same time, you're preaching and infusing faith into your people. And that's that right, healthy balance right. between who God is in you and who you are in him and what that looks like as a whole. So that's so important. It's so important. I pray that those of you that are listening 
that our pastors and ministers and leaders of your churches during this time, don't be afraid to be transparent and don't be afraid to do things outside of the norm, but as she stated, be consistent with who God has called you to be and, and make and build those connections so that your people can trust that you have this under control, even though you have moments where you want to throw the whole thing away, right? <laughs> but you, well, you I have mean, it yeah, I mean, control. listen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> throw yeah, it all away. Yeah, that's the thing. You, have, you always have to um, just be real about it and understand that we're in Absolutely. a supernatural work. We're in a supernatural right, right, world, right. and we have natural bodies. Right. And sometimes that supernatural, the weight of that, whether it's a demonic warfare and fight and resistance mm-hmm, that we have to mm-hmm. do, whether it's the absorption of the emotional weight that we may carry from the compassion Absolutely. that we have for our sheep and what they're going right, through and, right. and what they're struggling with and, and, and trying to, to be a good shepherd and, 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 and hold that in, in such a respect and honor that we would be privileged to even take care of these these God's people, right? And so you have yeah, the emotional mm-hmm. attachment that you could have. And then just the, um, you know, the personal, like you say, the personal wars that you you have to yeah, fight okay. yourself. But because you're not just leading, you have to lead yourself too. So I think, you know, I, I think my heart, my heart, you know, goes out for all pastors and, you know, their families. And again, yeah, especially yeah. if they're, they're, there may be a local church that may not have equipment. To, right, to, to right, run right. their their um online services you know what do you do you know uh yeah yeah you may they may not have the resources to do what they need to do so no i just want to encourage them and say hey let's brainstorm together then you know let's not just leave you right. out in the cold and just say hey well i don't know what they're doing i don't care what they're doing no every every person that comes into the kingdom counts and every person yeah. matters. And so now we are being challenged and we're learning that the church is way more than our Sunday meetings. The church, that mm-hmm. we've always preached it. The church is outside the walls. The church is not the building. We've always preached it. Now we have to do what we preach. Now we have to and live now it. we have to believe yeah. what we preach. We're yeah. telling everybody yeah. to believe. We have to believe now. We have to actually show up and say, okay, I'm going to trust God with a stutter. I'm going to trust God with a limp. I'm going to trust God, right. you know, with whatever I've got. And I'm just going to be honest in my congregation. Hey, I'm shaking like you're shaking, but let's shake together and go, okay? But let's shake and together, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing together because God is faith and he won't leave us. And um, so I am I'm encouraged, but my heart does um, really go out to, to, like you say, everyone. And I know my, I speak on behalf mm-hmm. of my husband and myself because he has a heart for for churches and supporting churches and supporting pastors, yeah. local pastors and just pastors in general. So I know I can definitely speak uh, for Eben that he would, he would, you know, always want to be a help or, or yeah. whether it's wisdom or, or prayer or support in some way, not just for congregation members, but to other, other pastors and churches as well. Other pastors. Sure. Right. So on the heels of that, what are maybe one or two things for those pastors and, and, and ministers and leaders that are listening um, that may not be familiar with some of the things that they can do that's outside of the norm. Okay. They may, you know, what are some things that you could, practical things really quick that you could share with them that they can do to mm-hmm. maintain that connectivity with their people? Okay, one of the things is that you may not know, but uh, Life Church with Craig Rochelle, he has a free um, system for streaming. So if you go to um, 
Life Church uh, or just look up Craig Craig Rochelle, then mm-hmm. they have a whole system that you don't have to go pay for it. You don't have to do all that. So maybe you're looking for an online system. You can definitely do that. You definitely can okay. enact. Um, you yeah, so it's free and they've made it a resource during this time for any church. So that's amazing. That's good. The second thing is you can use. Um, you definitely can want to use your platforms of Facebook and YouTube, right? And Instagram, mm-hmm. if you can, definitely want to do that. And then I think the third thing is try to touch your congregation, care about them. And so one of the ways yeah. that we're doing that is calling them. Like I said, we're, we're, we're you know we're calling and checking on them. We're getting to the list little by little asking our staff to call and then we as pastors we keep up with our staff and you know asking the department to call and things like that but regardless of what everybody loves a phone call everybody loves being Mm -hmm. checked on everybody loves being cared about in some form or fashion so i think you do that that will also help um, your congregation to know that you're making the extra effort and while you're quarantined you haven't forgotten them and so they'll remember you as well they'll remember you and so i think that's something to do. I think another thing is to activate Zoom. Get on Zoom and use your Zoom mm-hmm. calls and, you know, do your meetings. Uh, so we do our staff meetings on an app called, um, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> We're trying to be practical. We're trying to be practical. Uh, so don't want to. It's called Teams, T-E-A-M-S. And so it's Microsoft, right, Microsoft Teams. Yeah. Yes. And so yeah. we do our staff meetings still like that and then we use our zoom for our small groups or department head meetings praise and worship meetings um things like that and so just you know um as much as possible if you can even see people even if you can't touch them they still stay connected and again at the end of the day we are the pastors right we die we don't die for us we sacrifice for the sheep it is our greatest joy our greatest honor greatest privilege to take care of God's sheep. And when we take care yes. of God's sheep and we um, remember that we want for sheep, remember, if mm-hmm. I could give any pastor, the advice would be never forget what it was like to be a sheep. And what yes. was That's it so good. that you needed and would look forward to from a good shepherd? Of course, you need correcting. Of course, we need, you know, those times of and moments of, you know, where the rod is, is, is pulling us in and, and straightening us up. Right, but right. you know, the greatest thing is the, is the calm waters and is the, the mm-hmm. care and the and compassion the of the yeah. head and the, the sharing when we need sharing and the, what the sheep will willingly give you wool when they're cared for. So just to encourage so you good. that um, be a good shepherd as much as you know, you know um, faith and compassion work together and you know, really believing that God is going to continue showing up for every church because I do believe that there's a demonic assignment against uh, coupled with this and wrapped in this and to yeah, really yeah. feel our voice. So as much as possible, I would encourage you to encourage your congregation to pray, have corporate prayer, use the prayer call line, get your voices going no matter what. Do not shut up with praise. Do not shut up with mm-hmm, prayer because mm-hmm, the whole thing mm-hmm. is to disconnect our sound and disconnect our voice. And when we disconnect right. our sound and disconnect our voice, then what? Every other voice comes into the eyes of the sheep because the sheep still need to hear something while they're going to hear the yeah. waters. They still need to hear. And if they're not hearing your voice as a shepherd, they're going to hear another shepherd's voice. And so I want you to encourage you to pray. Make them pray. Make them praise. Do those kind of things where corporately you're, we are as a universal body and as a local body, mm-hmm. we are continuously Pounding the heavens and the atmosphere with faith-filled praise and prayer because of the yeah. angels of God are fueled by or praying God's word. And so we need this to yes, turn Lord. around and we're not going to turn it around if we just sit down 
and pretend that it's not happening. We have to take command. We have to command the morning like the book yes, of Job says. Mm-hmm. We have to take charge and we have to determine how this thing goes. But as long as we are panicking and worrying, then we can't do it. So take a moment, kick, cream, scry, do whatever you need to do, and then back mm-hmm. on it. Let's go. Right. So we're right. together. Right. We're hanging right. out together. We can do this. In Jesus' name. Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm I'm reminded of Matthew 18, where it says, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And we've been given the power and the authority to do those things, to shift the earth and the heavens at the same time. So we've just got to be faithful in doing that and know that even amid your feelings and how you feel and what's going on around you, that God has still yet given the power, the dominion and the authority to you, Pastor Leader, and to the church at large. You don't lose that because of a pandemic. That's the time where you no. exercise it so that God can be glorified even in it. So I thank God for what you just shared. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention on the heels of that is you said to never forget that you were once sheep, but then also to remember yes. as a pastor and a leader that we still are, that God is yes. Christ is the chief shepherd and we are still yes. uh, overseers, you know, under him, sheep, shepherd, sheep under him as him being our shepherd. And so just being mindful of what that relationship looks like and how we ought to yes. function as leaders and how we want to be handled per how Christ is handling us. And absolutely, so I think that's such absolutely. a powerful, a powerful we love word. That time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. One, one last yes. question. I, I want you to, yes, for, mm-hmm. for those that are, that are listening and, you know, they're not pastors, they're not ministers or leaders. Yes, yes. And they are congregant ministers, you know, members, and they're the laymen. What are some things that they can do aside, you know, from prayer? We want to enforce that. For those of you that are listening, prayer is the best thing that you can give your leader during this time, intercession. But what are some of those things that leaders need from their people during this time? You know, um, your leaders need the same things you need because they're people too. So the kind of encouragement that you need, you can also show that kind of encouragement you can, if you have access to them, you can always call or text or say, hey, is there something you need? Absolutely. You can sow financially into them if you're able and you're, you're you know, you're working because sometimes uh, pastors are full-time and it depends yeah. on how that congregation is doing. Sometimes a pastor may or may not have to sacrifice their salary to make sure that the, you know, church is functioning based on the dynamic of the church. Not saying every church is like that, but it can be like that. So you can always be a financial yeah. blessing to them as well, find out what their cash apps or Zelle accounts or things like that. You can pray for them, as as you know. You can um, stay faithful and don't just, mm-hmm. you know, cut and roll. You know, stay faithful and remember to, to consistently, um, you know, call their name before the Lord. I think also, um, so just, you know, whatever you know that you would need, they also need. And then just encouraging right. you to keep your, your space um, healthy. You know, go outside. You know, you, you can't go hang out with everybody, but go outside and get some vitamin D. Your body, it needs, it needs the right amount of serotonin and things like that. Exercise. Do those kind of things yeah. to keep your mind, your mind uh, balanced out and sharp because during this kind of thing, it creates a, um, it creates a void. And uh, when your biorhythms yeah. are off, then it, it messes up with your whole, your whole brain. So you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Consideration is just being considerate. You know, if you go to the store or mm-hmm. something and you go to, you know, buy a bag of groceries and say, hey, pastor, um, can I drop this off at the church for you? I think about you and your family. Um, thank God. I mean, like for our church, uh, we've had two chefs now two weeks in a row that are in our church. 
that made dinner for us mm-hmm. and for our family and brought it by the That's church so awesome. on Sunday because they know that we are we're filming there. And so things like that you can do for your pastor, um, drop yeah. off gift cards for them. Just you know, just just care for them and um, encourage them because sometimes you know they we all need encouragement. It goes both ways. So definitely, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. That's that's so good. I, I want to uh, encourage all of you all that are listening. Um, uh, Pastor Sarah has said so much um, great nuggets for this particular time and dealing with this pandemic and what we can do as pastors and leaders and what you all can do as, as sheep uh, in the fold of their leadership to maintain and make sure that this pandemic does not overtake us, but that we, through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, are able yes. to function through it and overtake it. And so I want to reiterate some of the things that she said for pastors and leaders uh, to, to be open to folding before God, to be transparent, and to make sure that you are obedient and consistent and um, and operate in faith and, and open up yourself for connectivity so that God can continue to use you um, how he wants to use you during this time. And for those of you that aren't leaders, uh, to be in support of your pastor and your leader, pray for them and do practical things that you would want if you were in leadership. It's just having that understanding on both ends that everybody is necessary, no matter what you go through. Yeah, we all need to hold up each, each other's arms during this time. This is something the church has never experienced. Our world has never experienced it, to be honest. Yes. This is something that the church has never experienced, but it will not overtake the church. The church needs to rise and make sure that we catapult into the revival of the Lord and Ursha in the return of Christ for his people, for the bride. And so I am grateful for all of you that have listened. I praise God for each of you. I know that you've been taking notes, listening intently. I admonish you to pray for what you've heard for your particular leader, pastor, for you and your church. Um, be Have a heart of intercession, um, have a heart of transparency, and make sure that you utilize what God has given you during this time, because you are the head and not the tail. You're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and you're not devoid of what you need to overcome even a pandemic as such. So Pastor Sarah, thank you so yes, very ma'am. much for the for the time that you've taken. I, I bless the Lord for you and for your husband and, and your church and thank God for all of what he's doing in your ministry. I want, if you uh, don't mind, for you to share your information, your website, so on and so sure. forth, for those of us that are listening uh, to contact you. All right. So you can contact me um, on my website at com. I've written the book Space Between Warfare 101, the fearless devotional. Mm-hmm things like that, that they can get access um, on Amazon. You can purchase those. Um, you can connect with me at PastorSara.com or on Instagram at PastorSara, that's S-A-R-A, no H, or on Facebook at PastorSara, Connor with a C-O-N-N-E-R, and Twitter is PastorSara. And so love to connect with you. I call myself Insta Auntie because I'm always trying to adopt everybody, but um, <laughs> you, all can join me. you all can join me there, and we always have a good time. I'm planning to have me a little... Uh, party coming up here. I'm having a virtual party because you know I'm a social butterfly. And right, right. Party. So <laughs> can't wait to meet you guys on the gram or on Facebook. And uh, thank you again so much uh, for giving me the opportunity to speak on behalf of Word of Truth Family Church and what we're doing here in Arlington, Texas. And uh, my Absolutely. husband and I, Eben, appreciate the opportunity. Yes, I'm so glad that we uh, had an opportunity for you to come on and to share with us. Really quick, though, uh, if you don't mind giving yes. your cash check for those of us that are listening as well, uh, who'd like to sew it, th- that would be great. Yes, so my cash app is Connor, C-O-N-N-E-R, Ministry, 
without the plural, the C-O-N-N-E-R, ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y, so Connor Ministry. Thank you so much for your generosity in advance, and we pray a hundredfold blessing upon every seed that you sow. We know, and we just let you know, it's sown into good ground. We always are good stewards over it. We're people of integrity, and we will use it uh, to bless others and to advance the kingdom of God. And so we so appreciate any um, any of the generosity that you show towards us. And again, it's Connor Ministry, and I'll see you there or on the ground. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank all of you for, again, being a faithful listener and a partner of CDW Life Nuggets podcast. I know for a fact that you've been blessed, and I bless the Lord uh, for what was released. I want you, again, as I said, stated earlier, make sure that you share this for others that are connected with you, other pastors, leaders, ministers, or even congregate men- members, so that we can all be fed during this time as we talk this week about pastoring during um, a pandemic. So again, Pastor Sarah, thank you so much. Thank your husband, word of uh, your church. We appreciate the word that you've released to us and God bless all of you and stay tuned for the next CBW Life Nuggets podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the CDW Life Nuggets podcast. To get more information or if you want to hear a repeat broadcast, download the Share D Weekly Ministries mobile app on the App Store and also available on Google Play. Or you can visit shareweekly.org. May God bless you and heaven smile richly upon you. This has been another CDW Life Nuggets podcast. Until we meet again, remember to manifest and maximize life.